Доброго вечора, ми з України. Hello, we are from Ukraine. We are Ukraine FM team, Radio National Resistance. We bring you interview subjects from all walks of life in wartime in Ukraine. Thanks to all our listeners around the world. Here is our collaborator and your host, Anne Levin. You are listening, Ukraine 242. Welcome to Ukraine 242. I'm your host, Anne Levine, reporting for WOMR, Kraina FM, and Pacifica Network. Today I'll be talking about Russian propaganda and the war mindset with journalist and singer Yevgenia Goncharuk. She is a vocalist for the band Janice, and she was working for Radio Maximum in Kyiv before the tower was bombed by the Russians. Yevgenia, thank you for joining us. How are you? Yeah, hello. I'm okay, thank you. Where are you? I'm near Kiev in my flat right now. I listened to one of your songs and it's so beautiful. Thank you. I'm glad to hear it. What were you doing up until the war started? Before the 24th of February, you mean? Yes. This date is like the start of big war because Russia starts to use rockets and aviation. But for me, Russian aggression started in spring of 2014, after the Maidan and revolution. Have they been increasing the number of rockets that are coming near you? For a couple of weeks, uh, we have silent here in Kiev, And maybe I used to think that it's okay. But I remember that war is not over. And a couple of days ago, we have uh, rockets that were sent into the civil building. And a um, couple people were killed. And a couple people just wounded. And among them, a little girl. And it was hard to understand that Kiev is not safe. And there is no safe place in Ukraine. Do you have a family? Do you have children? I don't have children, but I have a husband and parents and two grandmas. And they are living not so far from me in my village. Have they all been safe during the war? Or have any of them lost their homes? Or have they been stable? They are safe. And fortunately... On 24 of February, me and my cousin, we have drive our um, two moms uh, and our two grandmas far away from Kiev, but it was about 70 kilometers in Kiev region in some small village where um, my husband's mom lives. And it's too far and it's so small that we hope that there will be a safe place. And for some time, maybe more than a month, they live there. And then we have ordered some rooms in another town in Ukraine, in Rivne, and then remove them to that place. And only about a couple of weeks ago, we have turned them back because it was hard for them to be far away from home. And fortunately, my small town, Kotsubinskia, it is near to Irpin. It's only a couple kilometers uh, through forest. 
Er bin hostomel and it's all it's all closed and uh, I don't know God has saved us and maybe armed force of Ukraine because our small town Kotubinsky was safe and only one rocket from MRLS which is called Grad has get on some buildings but it was manufacturer buildings where this was closer to Irpin and one rocket has get to our town but no one is wounded. Tell me about your husband. Is he fighting? Right now he's in Kyiv region. He serves in armed force of Ukraine. He is not in some uh, volunteer groups. He is in armed force. He was a soldier in 2015 till 2016. About a year and a half he was in Donetsk region and he has some skills. But right now he's trying to get on the front line. So he's in the military, but he's not at the front. Yeah, yeah. They are training, they try to be ready for any moment, for any situation, because Kyiv, as we know, and Kyiv region is still not safe. What do you think about the Russians? Why do you think this is happening, this war? From one side, it's a very simple question. From another side, it's hard to explain in a couple of minutes. But if you have asked me about why it's happening, one of the reasons is the great Russian propaganda. Because Putin, for many years, was preparing Russians for this war and his imperial ambitions. And he understand that... He need to put these evil thoughts about Ukrainians into people's heads using TV and the media. They try to send a message that Ukrainians, they are fascists and Nazis and all these bulls because they are not doing all by the standards of journalism. We understand that they are just some service for the Kremlin and... It's hard for Putin and his maybe people to have a country where people are free near them because the Ukrainian people they made a choice for the liberty we want to be free in our elections we don't want in to live in country where some dictator sit in Kyiv it's not for us and maybe for Russians They can't live with this because if Russian will see how people can live to their regime, it will be the end, maybe. I think that there are many other reasons, but Putin want to renew, I hope I tell the right word, uh, to renew the Russian imperia and the war they, that they started in Georgia and in other countries and in Moldova, in Pridnistrovia, in Pridnistrovia and all the moves that they are doing to the uh, Belarus. For me, it's uh, there are some messages that they try to renew a Russian imperial. What do you think of President Zelensky at this point? How would you rate how he's doing it's hard for me to tell what i think if you are asking me as a journalist because i think that 
he has not many experience as a politician and maybe for us in this situation when Russian start a big aggression against Ukraine for us it was a plus and for him it was a plus that he has not so many experience as a politician and maybe his decision was useful for us to stand and to talk with uh, European leaders in that way that we get all the help we needed for the first time and now and he's trying to do all the best of course i think that from when some time will go on we will get some mistakes and we will ask him and his people about these mistakes but for now i think he'll do the best he can i try to believe in that do you know of mistakes that he's made maybe I think when we talk about some decisions before 24 of February about communication that uh, the head office of president has been made it was not enough it was some different messages that we have heard from the west countries and from Kiev maybe it was not very correct but for me it's hard for now to tell you some uh, decisions or some laws that are mistakes but maybe the communication it was not the best till the 24 of february the ukrainian people i think deserves uh, that president told more truths maybe maybe this do you believe that president zelensky knew before the 24th of February, that this was definitely coming, that the Russians were going to attack? As we see, even in foreign um, media, the day before, he has a communication with some of the leaders. I don't want to be incorrect, as it was Macron, maybe, and that Zelensky has had known that the aggression will be but as i understand for now no one can can sort that uh, from belarus it will be the aggression and that then from the north the russian soldiers will come uh, on ukrainian territory and i think that much maybe maybe the scope yeah the scope wasn't we can't believe that so many so many weapons so many rockets will be in ukraine i think that the scale the scope we can't believe it will be like this do you, even in kiev do you believe in the idea of making a truce with russia and say okay you've destroyed these cities in the east you occupied them okay we'll give you that and just stop attacking us do you believe in doing something like that a compromise i think it won't work russian don't need only the part of ukraine they want to destroy us they want to kill all of us i'm feeling it and i'm i see it and only when we will clean all soldiers 
and all weapon of Russia from our territory, from even Donbass and even Crimea. Only then we can talk about some deals and about reparation. I think for Ukrainian people, it's the only way to end and to win this war. So no compromises. Ukraine must win on its own terms. As we can see, when the war starts in 2014, Ukraine try again and again to do some compromises. We signed Minsk Agreement 1 and 2. When Zelensky became president, he talked about that we will make some buffer zone and it will be bigger And we have sent our soldiers on a couple kilometers back from the front line. And Ukraine do some steps on the front line. And what have we get? We get a bigger war. Because Russians don't need compromise. They don't want it. It's only a game for them. What do you think about former President Poroshenko and the things he's been saying and doing? Right now, he is just a deputy and he's doing all the best on his place, I think. For me, right now, he is one of the deputies who is helping, who is working in Verkhovna Rada and so on. For me, he's not a visible person now on a political area. Do you think that he would have done a better job than Zelensky at handling this war? Um, to be sure, I have a couple, uh, couple discussions on this topic. Uh, but I think that the history, yeah, we can't, we can't talk about it, what would do Poroshenko. I think that It's so unthankful, (laughs) Mm, because it's only our imagination, and I'm not sure. I I can't tell what steps would do Poroshenko, and as a politician with a great experience, I'm not sure. Some people say that he would do some steps to make compromise. Maybe, but I'm not sure, because president is only the one person. But Ukrainian people have been shown that if the decision in Kiev are not very right, people will do what is the best for them. I believe in wisdom of Ukrainians. I try to believe. We are listening to Ukraine 242, where key people in Ukraine bring you the stories, thoughts, and information about life in that country under the Russian invasion. I'm your host, Anne Levine. We were just listening to journalist and pop singer Yevgenia Gonchado. Before we go to the rest of the conversation, here is a song by her band Janice with Yevgenia on vocals. Mm-hmm. 
Я продовження твоє Провочала That was Yevgenia Goncharuk singing with her band, Janice. I'm Anne Levine, and today I have been speaking with Yevgenia about her experience in Ukraine since Russia invaded in February of this year. Are you still doing any recording? Have you recorded songs about the war? If you are talking about songs and music, it's hard for me because I can't wrote anything. I have a meeting with my sound producer and he was trying to tell me that it's important that we need some material which will be very useful for those who need inspiration and so on. But I, I don't know why, but I just can't. That's my reality. What do you predict is going to be the outcome of this war? In other words... How do you think it's going to come to an end? I'm trying not to think about it, if to be sure, because it's easier. I'm just telling to myself that this war is for a long time and um, every family need to be ready. Physically need to be need to have some skills in medicine and need to help Ukrainian army. 
and it, maybe it's some it's not very great to compare but i think we should be something like israel because we live near the country where live people who wants to destroy our country who wants to kill us and it's uh, it's hard to believe but i think it's our new nor- normal it's our new normal maybe and for me it's not a great thing to tell that maybe in a year it will be the end it will be our win because if in a year i won't see this win it will be very hard for me so i just say to myself and to my friends who is asking me jena how do you think how long it will be i, I don't know we just need to be ready and let it be a surprise for us when it will come to an end in half a year or maybe in a year i i don't know for me it's easier to be ready for a long fight are you prepared and are other ukrainian civilians prepared with medical equipment with first aid so if something happened a penetrating wound or something do you have what you need to treat it It's a hard question because um all people live in some bubble. <laughs> my friends and my colleagues are people who is very proactive and who is thinking about its safety and try to get some new knowledges and new skills. But for me from 2014 I tried to get some some learning how to be a paramedic and I have some tourniquets in my bag. and now it's every day with me and i think that many people are trying to be ready trying to be ready that maybe some explosions can be near you and some people will need some help and many people civilians are trying to be ready because we need to understand that ukrainian army has people dying every day and new soldiers man or woman should stand on that place You said that you carry tourniquets with you everywhere you go. Are a lot of people doing that? Unfortunately, I don't think that it's like this. I have a first aid kit because I get some courses from hospital 3 years ago and for me it was a great experience and from that time I understand that I need to get some tourniquets, some simple first aid kit. It's just my decision but I recommend it to all my friends that you need to have it and you need to understand what to do with it in some accidents. Mm, but I can say every second or every third Ukrainian is doing like this. For me I repeat it's hard because I have some bubble <laughs> and I'm not sure that I can say about all Ukrainians. What would you say your bubble is? Your bubble in Kyiv or with your family or who's in the bubble? In my bubble are journalists, activists, paramedics, people who is fighting right now in the Ukrainian army. That's why for me it's hard <laughs> to say about all Ukrainians, but many people getting new skills volunteering making some money and donate them for Ukrainian soldiers and many people try to do the best just try to be useful to help to do everything that our win is coming i really appreciate you giving this much time thank you 
for your interest. It's very helping. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You've been listening to Ukraine 242. Today we heard an interview with journalist and singer Yevgenia Goncharuk. I'm your host, Anne Levine, and the creator of Ukraine 242. We collaborate with WOMR Radio, Pacifica Network, and Kraina FM in Ukraine. We bring you cutting-edge, first-hand reports from key people in Ukraine about what is happening during the ongoing Russian invasion. Editing and production by Stephanie Schubert at Pacifica Network. Recordings by Michael Levine. Interviews are arranged by Roman Davidov at Kraina FM in Ukraine. The music we heard was from the band Janus with Yevgenia Goncharuk on vocals. If you'd like to send a message to the Ukrainian people, please call 510-883-3115. Again, that's 510-883-3115. Your message will be translated and broadcast to 26 cities across Ukraine. You can find more information about Ukraine 242 at ukraine242.com. Until next time, I thank you for listening. Listening to Ukraine 242. I am Roman Davidov, the programming director of Ukraine FM, Radio National Resistance. We broadcast in 24 cities throughout Ukraine. We arranged this interview for your host, Anne Levin, the creator of Ukraine 242.
Our collaborators are WOMR Radio and Pacifica Network. We bring you first-hand reports from people in Ukraine and their experience during the Russian invasion. Editing and production by Ursula Rubenberg at Pacifica Network. Recordings by Michael Levin. Interviews arranged by Roman Davidov of Kraina FM in Ukraine. The music you heard was Probas and Hardy, Dobroho Vechera. Where are you from? More information available at ukraine242.com. Until next time on Ukraine 242. Thank you for listening.